0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, Clearfire? What is going on, man? Sorry, I'm having to adjust my sound because you are really loud in my speakers. That's, that was loud for me, too, because <laughs> I had to, like, I don't know what happened. there—but When we hit record, it just flips a switch in my head, you know, <laughs> and then, then Hollywood comes out. And so it made it louder. So it's been a been a week that we missed. We've been pretty consistent, yeah. But we were out of town. Our you know working nights. Nice, this whole big thing, life and all. Oh yeah. But anyway, so we got a good one for you today. An epic game is on upon us at some point. It's on the and horizon. We you know when we. It's it. from Bethesda. And Bethesda is a is the. Pinnacle of keep games pure, did you, thus far. Is it
1: just not a fun fact? Did you did you know there's actually a city called Bethesda?
0: Yeah,
2: I think Where so. Is it? I, w- I was going to say, <laughs> I want to say that I knew yeah. that. No, yeah,
1: I just there's... found that out just recently, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, the company or somebody was from Bethesda, the, the city.
0: No, Bethesda's in Austin, Dallas. Montreal and one other place, and I can't remember, is where they are, but thank you for that bit of geographical information, Clear.
1: Well, it's just something I learned while on my <laughs> wonderful drive
0: all the way to San Antonio and that. back. God, that's oh, a long drive. should have stopped by Bethesda. Such a um, long drive. Bethesda Studios, so it is upon us, finally, and if you've been following us at any time, you know we have... A Bethesda super fan, among our cadre here at the H and K Video Game Experience goes by the name of British Redneck. What's up, British Redneck?
2: Hello. I hope everybody <laughs> out there is doing awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's been yeah, so long.
2: glad to be back.
0: I looked up the last podcast you were on, and that was the Adventures oh, of Link podcast from twenty two. Excuse me, twenty seven February two thousand twenty two. So almost a year and a half. Golly, oh my, that's too long. I'm
2: slacking. I am slacking. This is <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is a long. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you were able to join us on this. I was like, oh, she don't even remember who we are. You know, I, like, I hope, oh, she, I hope I she do. I still do this.
2: keep up with you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, and so. So if you like, I said, if you haven't fallen, well, go ahead and tell us. Like, what? So, your Elder Scrolls, your Fallout. How many Elder Scrolls games do you have? What systems do you have playing on? Or you know, (laughs) are you you still playing that now?
2: Yeah. So I have um, copies of Skyrim pretty much on every console. Well, most consoles. I have it on the PS4, um, PC, uh, Nintendo Switch. And if they had it on mobile, I would have bought it on mobile, just out of oh, curiosity.
0: No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but
2: uh, I am currently playing Skyrim, and I recently got a new PC. So I have been Ooh. modding it like crazy. Right get? now, I have uh, 350 mods, and it's running like butter. Wow.
1: Wow. <laughs> what, what you got in your PC?
2: Uh, let me take a look. My husband is the uh, the expert on the... Um, the graphical thing that he sent me the specs.
1: Do, do, do? uh, Did you custom build it or is it just?
2: He did. He sure did. He uh, bought everything and he set everything up, and it's just it's beautiful. It's white and it's got like LED lights, so it's good to look at too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're talking my language there, because if you would have been, if you would have came over to the table at Comic Con this year. You would have seen my system, because I took it in there to do the podcast streaming just, with it. And it's a beautiful white piece. Follow the crowd. They were PC gathered around. Going. Yeah, custom <laughs> built mine too. I got uh, uh, I got LEDs all in it, and I also have an LCD screen on my cool on my uh, uh, all (laughs) in one cooler
0: for my (laughs) processor. I don't even know about PCs, and it was so sick looking, dude! Oh my gosh! And I I put H and K on there. He's like, yeah, the H and K logo inside the computer. (laughs) I, I, I used to have that on it all the time.
2: Uh, oh, I have one so of those awesome. uh, water coolers That's, in my system, uh, uh, and it glows different colors. Oh, my goodness. It is. Oh, I love yeah. looking awesome. at
0: it. <laughs> I, I'm assuming. People uh, are going to start thinking this is a PC podcast. I know. Oh, look,
1: I'm getting all hyped <laughs> up. I love, I love talking PC <laughs> parts. Um, yeah, I've got. I've only got a 3070 Ti graphics card in mine, but I do have 64 gigs of RAM and uh Ryzen 9. Fifty nine hundred in my my PC.
2: Let's see. I found the specs, and it is an AMD Ryzen five seven thousand six hundred
1: CPU. Oh, so you got the new one?
2: Yeah, <laughs> but he actually there was like a very rare sale on it. Yeah, it was like two hundred dollars off, and my husband jumped on it, oh. and he got one for himself too. So now he's got his own custom so running, PC. So you're running, so you're
1: running DDR five am and not the DDR four. <laughs> Look at you. Woo.
2: I'm just, I'm in heaven.
1: I'm a little jealous um, of that. I, I want one of those. I just don't want to pay the price for those motherboards. Those motherboards ain't no joke.
2: No, they're really not. Mm-mm. Not at all.
1: And they don't go on sale. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: um, well, cool. But so far, I have uh, 350 mods on Skyrim. Ah. And uh, and it's running so smoothly. Like on my old computer, I think it was like 1070 GeForce. Mm-hmm. Um I could probably do like 120 mods without it trying to crash on me. So um, I'm just seeing what my limits are right now. I <laughs> <So laughs> did everything oh. I ever wanted.
1: What's your new graphics card?
2: Um, Let me see here.
1: Is it a three series or a four series?
2: Um, Let me see.
1: I bet it's a four. I put money on it. It's a four at that point. If, if you bought that stuff recently, it's probably a four series.
2: I think so. Um, I'm not 100% though. Are you um, 1080p
1: or are you going 1440K, uh, 1440? k 1440
2: I'm doing 1080 right now.
1: Okay, so you're either going to be a, a 4060 or a 4070 if you're Ooh. a 4 Series. If you're doing anything mm. more than that, you're wasting that card. Because if yeah. it's a 4080 or, or anything like that, uh-uh, you better be putting that on 4K. I mean, those be, those things can handle it. And yeah, hey, Hollywood's over here, to. like, oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the only reason I know is because we were at the uh, Comic Con, and I had no choice but to answer some computer questions <laughs> that I had to learn from you telling everybody. I got well, <laughs> well, I got, I got, I got validation that my my
1: computer's a good setup rig because uh, Ponage he's got a lot of the same specs mine does. So I was like, okay, good. I feel good Ooh. about mine. Oh, yeah. Maybe me feel real good. <laughs> i was real happy about that.
0: Yeah, so we had to bring in, like, uh, it, uh, Clear had to bring in a Nintendo 64, uh, a Super Nintendo, and an NES, and all this the next day. So people would not think we were just computer gamers, because everybody just stopped. The computer was there. Obviously, it's cool. It looks cool. We're going to show it off. But it was there to help us do live streams.
2: Right. And, right. Like,
0: and then if everybody was like, oh, oh, is this a computer? This is awesome. It was so funny. Like, hey, he ain't here, so and it's so funny. They're like, "What do you game on it?" I was like,
1: "You know, I really don't do that much. I do more video editing and processing in it than anything." They're like, "Well, why'd you have a 3070 Ti in it?" I was like, "Cause I want the horsepower. I want to be uh-huh. able to take off when I need to, and whenever I do play, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator, it looks like I'm flying over the real Earth. It's pretty awesome."
2: Oh wow! <sighs> I bet that would be nice.
1: Uh, yeah, having well having that sixty-four gigs of RAM,
0: that just makes it run butter smooth anything
2: mm-hmm. absolutely so
0: well <laughs> all this computer techno talk sounds great but i bet it runs skyrim and i bet it's going to run starfield even better because yeah. that's what we're here to talk about is starfield i'm, I'm right I'm and scared so scared about trying to run on a pc <laughs> oh it's going to be so awesome and, and it's uh, actually
2: one of the reasons why i got my pc upgraded or i guess um a new pc not upgraded but yeah. uh uh, so hopefully it'll run Starfield smoothly,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it will with that, if it's a four, whatever.
1: I don't know. games lately have been really weird. They've been to where you, your computer would be specked out to run it, and then when you go to run it, it just doesn't run right and, and it's been on like a, a several of the top you know. Triple A titles lately that it's done that people have complained about that. So I don't know if it's just the developers not optimizing the game the the games for the you know for the, for the computers or what, but it's just it's been really weird. Um, now after a couple of patches, it's running fine, but it's
0: like sometimes they've been jumpy on day one. So that's exactly why I like to play it on a console because most of the time, not counting Cyberpunk. It's optimized for, you know, if it's a PS5 game, it's going to be running on the PS5 specs. It's it's like that. And I love the way it looks on PCs and all that. But, I mean, to me, it's fine. It's fine to play on a, you know, 1080 even. I'm cool with that. Um, But uh, then it's really just about the gameplay. And so this is their first new IP in like over 20 years. This is their first major title release in eight years. Yep. And so, what do you think, British? So, as you can see, if you've heard British before, she's a major Elder Scrolls fan, obviously. You like Fallout 2, I mean, which one do you play more? Uh, do you think? I
2: play uh, Fallout 4 mostly. Um, back okay. in the day, it was a lot of Fallout 3.
0: Yeah. So, big, Beth- big Bethesda fan. So, uh, she's spoken about this one. I think that was our first pod. No, it was Elder Scrolls 6. Sorry. What? Uh, Something I don't remember, something like that. But you, <laughs> you'd heard her say that. So, what do you think is going to be one of the biggest differences from uh, Elder Scrolls slash Fallout to now, uh, Starfield? What do you think? You think going to what? What do you think is going to be different about this game? What do, you th- do you think they've learned something new, or you know what I'm saying, adding something yeah. better?
2: Yeah, and it's really their first time doing anything this big as a space exploration. Um, so that in itself is going to make it a lot different than what they've ever done before. And it seems like they've put a lot of time and hopefully love into this game as well. So I think we'll actually see a lot of things that we've never come across before. And I think that's what Bethesda is trying to aim for as well—something new, something fresh, but at the same time still relatable to former games that they've done in the past.
0: Over. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah, that—that that, that, you, you do get that feeling. Todd Howard, been with the team for a long time, and you know, super team. I mean, he likes to keep it. And these games are taking oh, a long time to come out, and that's perfectly fine. And Bethesda's so good, we tend to have it. Well, not counting Redfall. Did you play Redfall? I did not. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't either. So <laughs> no, we can't really talk about it, but it didn't, it didn't hit well. And it's not, the, it's, that's obviously not the kind of game, uh, that elder scrolls or fallout or, or starfields going for. Um, but he, it, they definitely do seem to really care about their game and enjoy playing their game as well. Um, and playing it in the worlds that they create. I mean, that's part of the little trailer that they did too. Um, One of the things that kind of scared me about it, honestly, when uh, they said, oh, there's thousands. So first I thought they said there were thousands, thousands of worlds. Now they're saying there's like a thousand worlds. And so now we're starting to think of this no man's sky piece. And so you can't help but think of that, right? And the thing yeah. about No Man's Sky, oh my God! To I bought into No Man's Sky. Bought,
1: yeah, I bought into No Man's Sky right off the bat, and man, <laughs> that first day was horrendous. And then, of course, yeah. eventually, as it as they did some of the updates and everything, I played some of the updates, it was a lot better as the updates went on. But golly, and I get that. that, that and I'm glad Holly Wood brought this up because as, as soon as I start hearing about uh, Starfield, I'm like, are they falling into a No Man's Sky trap? Because yep. it's it, that's a very ambitious like No Man's Sky is a very ambitious game. Now, granted, they've made it better and it's actually quite fun now. But it's nothing of what they promised at the beginning because it just couldn't happen. They just couldn't pull it off, and so right. um, I, I, I that's gets me a little nervous about Starfield. Is it going to fall in that same pitfalls? But. I feel like Bethesda is also working on this a lot longer than the publisher for No Man's Sky worked on it. So,
2: yeah, and quite honestly, there are some concerns that I have about that too. I feel like you know many of the planets within the 1,000 planet system is going to be just barren. Um, So that I'm actually quite concerned about. I really doubt that I end up exploring all 1,000 planets. (laughs) Um, Mm, Yep. Yeah, I think I'm going to be seeking that game for the story, for all the factions. Um, But yeah, I am a little bit concerned about that No Man's Sky trap as well. I really hope that's not the case. And I was really worried about that before the showcase um showed. And I was like, I'm not really excited about Starfield. I mean, it just seems like almost a copycat of what No Man's Sky was, except that added some characters and stories in there. But then I saw the showcase and I was like, wow, this game has yeah. a lot of potential.
0: Yeah. The showcase was awesome. Um, and, and so I think that alleviates or at least waters down my concern to where it just kind of makes it irrelevant. But I will say there's thousands. I mean, the whole thing is, just, is the thing that worries me. is kind of the same thing that happened to no man's sky. And I didn't play no man's sky at first, but it, wasn't so much like, oh, this is boring, but it was, I don't like random. So they have to randomly generate. They're not going to build a thousand worlds. And they asked Todd Howard on an interview, they said, is it randomly generated or did you, so what's the ratio that you actually built versus randomly generated? And he was very skillful in his answer to dodge it and said, well, the, ge- the geography is randomly generated. He didn't. He didn't say that's the only thing that's randomly generated. He, but he just mentioned the geography is randomly generated, and there are you know stories and certain things that they did write out. He said it's procedurally procedurally generated, hmm. um, and there are, you know, so he'll procedurally generate a, a a planet and then kind of put a section over there where they actually spelled something out that you can go and explore. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And when you randomly generate planets, are you randomly generating the animals? And then it's just like a mishma, uh, you know, just a mashup of random codes and images. And it's just like, dude, I mean, there's no thought behind this. This is not fun. I mean, I like the designed levels where, you know, they can build up to something, you know, something coming over the horizon. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this. I don't need a linear game, but there's some piece to this, some... Piece to this planet that I'm landing on that's gonna just blow my mind. Not just, eh? I'm on a planet and i just <laughs> randomly generated. They don't even know what's on it. I'm just walking around and oh, I'll get some iron and I'll find a fruit or something.
2: Yeah, take I it got back to, to rename an animal. <laughs> yeah,
0: that kind of stuff. It's
2: like,
1: yeah. uh, I mean, that's what. So that, that scares that, me. That's what, that's what gut punched No Man's Sky was the randomly I mean, exactly. generated stuff because you it's would boring. You would get planets that were so mismatched that you really couldn't do much of anything on there and then you would get some that are just overpopulated with all these random different creatures that they don't fit together and then too you throw that on top of the fact that you could be standing on the exact same planet in the exact same spot as someone else and you can't see them but yet you're supposed to be in a basically an mmo style setup that was yeah. all in no man's sky, and that's what scares that's what me so bad about. <laughs> you'll never
0: see anybody. Well, 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 if you make them invisible, yeah, you'll never, you'll never see them if
1: your system has some kind of glitch in it that doesn't allow
0: you to actually see players in the same planet. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how fun that's going to be, just traveling the worlds and you know hoping that you you know really what's the reason to go to this world, you know yeah. why that kind of stuff. Um now get-
2: one, one hope I do have about all of that is that, you know, Bethesda has a very strong, um, backbone of my creators and I'm pretty certain if there's a big flaw in a system like that, that somebody out there will fix it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely so got, a, definitely. That'd be
2: good news for PC and Xbox players.
0: But. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a, uh, Strong team. If anybody's going to be able to do it, it would be Bethesda. So I do have faith that they will be able to do it properly. But I'm not overly excited about the thousand planets. I mean, you could. I'd rather just say there's 50 planets, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's awesome. It's yeah. fine. When we 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 designed each one in detail, cool. Well, well, yeah, you know, like
2: have a system like a Mass Effect system. Yeah, um, I think that would be a really good idea too. Now, um, so, yeah.
1: something that does hype me up about the game is if you go to just the Bethesda website to go to Starfield. Man, that first graphic right there, a Starfield with a planet with a light going up ship and the space helmet on one side, the girl on the other, that whole kind of thing. It's got that old school, like, late 70s, early 80s movie vibe to it. It just looks cool. It looks like, you know, it could be, you know, either part of the Dune series or part of Star Wars series or something Mm -hmm. like that. That (laughs) gets me excited because I love those
0: sci-fi style things.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, you know, the, in, in the, in the showcase, they then is going to talk about the character creation and, um, they kind of took pictures of real people and then miss, and then they didn't mis- mismatch or I don't need the word, but just put different, different faces together, makes it like super diverse as they say of different faces and stuff like that. And you can even, uh, you know any face that you see they said almost any face you see in the game you can create as well you know when you start with a character face and you just like all the other character creation it looks super detailed but then you start getting into your traits and stuff like that now it looks awesome yeah, you know your history and stuff, and how that's going to impact various things in the game. How it's going to be? I'm going to try to like make me. You know, that's what you want to do. Yeah, like, what, what would I, I do in the do. game? <laughs> you know, I wish they had I have that thing where the take of of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take a picture of your face?
2: Better than myself.
0: Yeah, you take you take a picture of your face or something, and then it like it, don't know if they had that, but you know, remember they remember these in EA games. Yeah. Was funny. I was like, all
2: right, so this is a picture of me. I'm going to try and compare it. Let me yeah, take what do away wanna... the double chin. <laughs> what do I think I look like?
0: That's what I want to do. Like, what do I think I look uh, like what I want to
1: look like? I mean, I love character creation, things like that, because well, the deeper it is, the longer it takes for me, because I just go into it, and I probably overthink it every time I do it. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so <laughs> much fun. I mean, heck, even on the AEW Fight Forever, like, uh... even though it was so, like, small on the character creation there, I mean, it still took me... A couple hours to do it because I was like going through all the different individual move sets to make sure it's perfect I, on this on Starfield I'm probably going to spend 10 hours just creating my character Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean seriously same. probably yeah. will
0: and love every second of that too <laughs> well you know the history I think you can be like a cook or something I mean like you know you can have all these skills and uh, whatever your history is and uh, beast hunters or, I mean whatever and that mm-hmm. kind of changes the dialogue for you, which is really cool. Um, and, of course, you got your skill points that you're going to put in random things. And that's my, this is my favorite part is building characters. And I love big games like this that you can have these dialogue um, options, like how persuasive are you, right? Mm-hmm. How diplomatic. I like that part of it. What's your favorite uh, uh, British with when it comes to, um, like, what's your favorite skill? to use or you're like a stealth you always said you were a stealth archer right
2: but i'm not gonna lie though um so when i saw starfield and i saw uh well the showcase of starfield i was kind of like man you know this would be a good game for me to get out of my comfort zone which is stealth and just go guns a-blazing yeah (laughs) i really just want to test out like all of the combat but knowing me <laughs> i'm just going to yep. slide right back into stealth
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think you know I, I always do this kind of same thing i'm going to stealth and then i'm going to be like some kind of a crafty rogue type character you know mm-hmm. and uh but i think i might just go like ex soldier you know kind of guy like that and just not not brute but diplomatic type you know
2: yeah Clear. I definitely
0: want to do I, a uh, space pirate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. It's going to be awesome. What kind of guy <laughs> are you going to do?
1: I, I, I don't know. I, I, do you I'm, I'm do. looking here. I mean, what I usually do is I'm usually, I, I like warlocks. I mean, Destiny, that was my main thing is warlock. I love that. In some of like, uh, like in Guild Wars, I chose a necromancer style character because I loved creating, you know, allies out Skeletons. of Skeletons. You know, Dead people and all that. That was just kind of fun for me. Um, mm-hmm. so probably something like that. I don't know though, cause I'm sitting here looking at some of the stuff. Cause I haven't, di- di- haven't dived into looking at this stuff yet. And it's like, they're talking. Uh, I was just reading this while we're talking about this, and it's like uh, we know the chef background opens up a number of Starfield research projects ahead of time, and this could also introduce new actions when handling food. I was like, okay, wow! So I could my background yeah. could be chef, and it's going to open up stuff for it. It's like your background also opens up like exclusive dialogue options. Yeah, exactly. And it's just oh, I love wow. That. So it's just like. I'm sitting here looking at this, I'm like, the replayability of this game, Yeah. if it's good, it's gonna be high. So you could probably play it time and time again and never have the same experience twice. Yep. Yeah,
0: Just definitely. like, I mean, even Skyrim and Fallout's like that, and this is gonna be like three times bigger, supposedly, in terms of all your options. And we're about to get to another one. Think about this. Your ship, in and of itself... <laughs> is its own world. Yep. You can piecemeal, you you can make it as simple or as complex as you want. You want a small ship, light ship, because you're just a bounty hunter, just travel through space quickly. Cool. You want a freighter type for cargo missions or smuggling. Or, did you know this? Maybe start your own business.
2: Start your own business.
0: That's right. You can start your own business. It's one of the skills. If you look closely at the uh at the um little at the at the the trailer thing that they put out. One of the things is like for your own business, economy for your own business, smuggling business or something along that line. Make money doing that. Ooh. Or probably on one of your uh uh what do you call it when you build a little settlement somewhere?
2: Outposts.
0: Yeah, your outposts. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's also. I'm going to go into the. I'm going to go into some. I'll go into uh, one of the things you might not have known. I stole this from a YouTube video. I didn't see it myself. But the first thing that you might have missed is that the Earth is inhabitable, or I don't think it's destroyed, but it's inhabitable.
1: Oh. You know
0: what it looks like? Hmm. It looks like like the Wally planet. (laughs) <laughs> I know, it's not trash and all that. It looks like a desert, a yeah, sandy wasteland. You can see that with the, art, with the Arch, St. Saint, uh, Saint Louis Arch. But if you look at, there's a picture also. Oh my the, gosh! When you the say that, that I have, think
1: of a show that was on Sci-Fi several oh years gosh, back.
0: Oh gosh! hold on, everybody. No, no, we'll I don't remember that. Y'all, y'all, y'all got, I, I don't even remember the name of the movie. It's just when you said we'll that We'll get back the to Starfield in a second, guys. Okay. Uh, no, so it has a uh, start. It has a uh, St. Louis Arch, and if you see the galaxy, the third planet from the sun, Earth, obviously is brown. And um, and there's also like when you go to that party ship. It's for the Terrain Preservation Society, so it's almost like they took some pieces of earth and they're trying to preserve pieces of earth. Really cool. So the story's just going to get deep and deeper, I'm sure. Oh wow! But for your ship, it can be, you know, like, as we said, there's uh, sh- shipbuilder mode. You can upgrade every little piece, fine tune every piece, get ships to come on, or uh, not ships, friends to come on board, and they all do. It's almost like Sui Code and two. Where you build your castle and you have all your different pieces that people that uh do different things in the castle that you unlock different things for you to do that's exactly what it is on the ship that's whoever you bring on the ship yeah that's awesome you hire your crew right and you can build a ship you saw the robot optimus prime looking ship (laughs) like a big mech ship just flying (laughs) off and so it's like I ain't i gotta get that crazy i like to be a little bit like what kind of ship would i build that's how to get real serious with these games. <laughs> you know? so, get real serious with them. As y'all talking, of course, I'm looking at stuff because I haven't looked
1: at much and I didn't want to look at much before because I wanted to kind of be like, you know, surprised with some of the stuff I've seen. And I'm going through the backgrounds they know. Dude, I'm probably going to look at this Ronin one. I like that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know all the backgrounds. Yeah, Ronin's six, sick.
1: There's 16 that they know they're, of so far. So, what are the backgrounds? Oh, gosh. Hang on. Uh, beast hunter, bouncer, bounty hunter, chef, cyber runner, cyberneticist, combat medic, diplomat, explorer, gangster, homesteader, industrialist, long hauler, pilgrim, professor, and Ronin.
0: Ooh, I mean, that, that, Ronin, that, Ronin. Ronin,
1: that Ronin's got me intrigued. And it's... A, and, like, here, that, of course... <laughs> We don't know a whole lot about it because we don't have all the details and everything. As far as what it kind of does for you, it's got
0: unknown. What does Professor do? That it's unknown as cool. well.
1: A lot of them are unknown. Uh, the only ones that got stuff is Explorer, Diplomat, Combat Medic, Cyberneticist, Cyber Runner, and Chef. That's the only one that's got like details about it on this list that
0: I have right here.
2: I imagine okay. Professor will unlock a lot more... Um I guess what's it called? Recipes, blueprints.
0: Yeah, like crafting uh, stuff, stuff. Maybe you
2: could probably do a
1: lot more research.
0: Yeah, that could be cool. I kind of think I'm going to go with Ronan too with that, those choices too, man. That's mm. a good. That's just sick.
1: I mean, and two, I'm I'm sorry, the chef actually sounds halfway cool because it has dueling. <laughs> sure and he has fun. he has the skill. He has starting skill of dueling, where Ooh. considered by many a, a, to be a lost art. Close attacks. <laughs> with a melee weapon can often be a deadline that uh, can often be a deadline uh, or deadly. It should be deadlier than ranged combat when carried out by a skilled practitioner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. He's got good chopping skills. And
1: scavenging. He's got scavenging. So I was like, Oh wow. That's kind of pretty cool for yeah. a, a chef.
0: Oh, this is going to be so oh, tough I'm to pick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for <laughs> jumping around with me. No, no, that's good, like, oh, man. Gosh. Just, that's good stuff, dude. I didn't know that. I didn't know what those were um yeah, that's just the ones that are known, 16 known. Wow. Wow. Um all right. So for your ships, and this kind of goes with the business thing, I guess. You can actually own a fleet of ships. You don't just get the one uh, on the trailer. It sh- yeah, on the trailer it shows 4 of 9, you know, so they can get up to 9 ships and you get to pick one as your home ship so i'm gonna uh, make a flock of dragons yeah (laughs) there's a bunch of dragons so uh also a fun thing you can hide your spacesuit in settlements so you can walk around without your spacesuit on there was a button that you could toggle in your in your menus um this was really cool because and 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 todd howard said this too that this is like a a game with like six different games in one. So you got the ship combat, right? Where you're flying around. So you're flying around space, come upon a ship. And even in the, in the little trailer thing, it had a grandma. Hey dear, you want to come aboard and eat? I just made dinner or something like that. So you, then you get to pick what you want to do. Uh, you can, you always can hail every ship. You can stop them. You can attack them. You can mm-hmm. board them and go kill everybody, pirate them. And they talk to you. You can, uh, if they hail you, you got to pick, you know, there's multiple choices. You can basically be a pirate and go in there and kill them and get all the stuff you want. That's so, one of
2: the uh, ways that I want to play for sure.
0: Yeah, that could be really cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like one of the guys says, you know, I guess you, when you pick your religion and stuff, it depends on what race of, you know, characters you run across kind of blockade or something. And if you are the same religion, in that particular case, they let the guy go through without any trouble. So that's just how deep it is. And then uh, the power allocation system, where you can put power into your shields or your thrusters or your guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the fly, you know, it's like it was like 14 different pieces of power, and you can f- depend on what you want to do. So, so
1: I, have, I have a list of, of parts. Oh. So, like, here's a breakdown of all the fundamental parts of a basic starship the cowling, shield generator. Docker, fuel tanks, grav drive, weapons, hab, engines, cockpit, cargo hold, reactor, bay, and landing gears.
0: Yeah. Ooh. So that's going to be its own thing. I bet engineer is going to be a character you can be, or somebody with some type of skill like that, and to do something with the ships.
1: And then they have. Like, or, and then they have like um, just like the kind of list, like, three kind of types of ships you could build out, like a combat starship, exploration starship, or even just a transport smuggling starship.
0: Yeah.
2: All of them. I want all of them. Yep,
0: i don't have all, depending (laughs) on what I'm feeling like that day. (laughs) So, I'm going to come back to something you're really going to like, Clear. But let's talk about the outpost real quick. So, you can go to a... a, It's kind of hinted that if you go to a different place different planet which by the way there's multiple biomes on each planet is one of the things that they so if you land on a forest planet it's not all forest you can find other things there supposedly uh Hmm. and they do have Nern root as well in the the game (laughs) so um and i don't remember what that one is uh okay and so um if you, It said if you're very smart or kind of like understand what you're looking for and you can kind of in that planet go around and see all the different uh, animals and resources. And if it's good, that's a good place to build that you're looking for or whatever. You Maybe if you have a business that sells whatever, you can set up there an outpost there. And that's how you can start running things a little bit better because of all the resources that planet has. You don't want to go to a barren planet necessarily. I mean, it may be possible, but then just set up something. Because you need an outpost there, you know it's probably not going to be as profitable to you, in whatever way, money wise or resource wise, or whatever way that affects you. So that's pretty cool. Um,
2: I was wanting to build a base on the moon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Um, One of the one of the traits was hero worshiper or worshipped. So like you're like a hero walking around, and then they have this annoying fan run up to you and like give you gifts (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) Like, but he's annoying. That's what you got to deal with. But he's just like the thing on uh, Oblivion, the uh, the little elf guy. (laughs) Yeah, when you're the grand (laughs) champion.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) so so he's like that, and you can kind of pick what you want to do. And there was one that was that you could have the kids trade or something like that where you have to keep giving money to your parents. Two yep. <laughs> so percent. I saw that it. just
1: a minute ago. Two percent. You send two percent of your money at all times going back to your parents.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So that's really cool. And of course, you can do smuggling. Uh, and then they said like a Vas, what's it? Vasco says your name, which is I thought that was cool too. They just blew by it in the trailer, but the thing will say your name, whatever you type in. So the game will spit something like that. Hey. How are you? You know, it just kind of skips over your name, but it'll actually say whatever name you put in there, I think.
1: Well, I mean, it's pretty oh, awesome, that's cool. especially with the, uh, you know, AI generation now, especially with like Chat GPT and all that. It, it, games should have the ability to
0: do that by now.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, one thing I was going to kind of bring up this world, this, what do you think about that Western world, British? Did you see that one where it's like a bre- a Western themed world old west
2: i quite like it you know i i like western themed uh gameplay like in uh, fallout new vegas it's kind of sort of western in its own way and um then red dead redemption so i'm excited about what that is going to bring as far as gameplay is concerned and the npcs you come across and i want a cowboy friend to put on my ship
0: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) <laughs> and so absolutely so that when i first saw that on i was front of your ship yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like um the first time i saw it i was like no don't bring yeah. western that's like a american you know like a, you know a 50 year time span like that just they wore all that stuff because they needed to cowboy in out and all this and the hats keep sending it. it's like they brought it into the west or into the uh space somewhere and it just like it didn't fit to me that's what I thought and then I, when I watched it the second time you could tell like oh no no it's not a western it's modern like stuff that's you know it's all they, they fit it the whole bar the theme looks like that but it's not actually like wooden planks and whips and leather hats and revolvers it's actually space guns and space belts and space gear it's just kind of oh. styled after that so that looks cool I, I think that yeah. could be cool too they, they, I know they're going to do it great I really do, but at first I just that just caught me kinda of took me back for a minute. I was like, that's you know, that's the world, a Western world of all the things. <laughs> you know? It's I mean it would be one thing to have like a, a um like an old Renaissance look. But the Western thing was like only like in America really. You know, it's kinda of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really, yeah. it wasn't like an old world theme that everybody was trying to bring back. It was, but anyway, that's just kind of, it just threw me off. I'm sure it's going to be great and it looks great. The second time I looked, I uh, didn't really have too much concern for it, other than the cowboy hats, you know, which is cool. I mean, but <laughs> it's like the cowboy hats, man, you know, we don't even wear that nowadays, really. You know, you're going to wear it in the future again, but.
2: Right. Uh, Except you have a rodeo.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but one of the cowboys is named Sam Coe. And if you. If you watch the uh, if you watch the trailer again, there's like a a Co town or something like that. So Sam Co has a lot of history with the world around you. So he's not just a random character. It's almost like he might be a generation two, three, four lineage of some type of a you know Yellowstone type situation. You know who knows? But uh, he's he's a very important character. It looks like more important than the than the, uh, the trailers brought on and so uh and then the final thing i have of that I said the persuasion piece is like a little mini game so i was halfway falling asleep when i wrote this part <laughs> but just as a disclaimer here <laughs> but the persuasion is a little mini game it's like a little persuasion meter that you kind of have to deal with at the bottom left of the screen and depending on what you ta- ask and talk it kind of raises that and you may succeed or may not not just one question okay your skill checked and then you you pass the test it's like it you raise that persuasion meter and i'm I'm assuming it's not an absolute all or nothing you may have hey, persuaded him a little bit so this is what happened you persuaded him a little bit more this is what happened if you fully persuaded him you got your way kind of thing like that probably used in negotiation too stuff like that so who who knows but that's pretty cool because you got to kind of look close to see that down at the bottom left yeah, uh the little persuasion kind of
2: uh... meter. That description kind of reminds me of the way Oblivion did it with their persuasion system as well, it which is. I actually quite liked. It was really interesting to see uh, characters' reactions when you ask them a certain question, or yeah, I, I think that's yep. a really good um, thing to implement into the game, especially a more advanced version.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I and I hope that they, you know, one of the things about persuasion, like let's say you're going to, they say go get this package at the warehouse. It's just been a stupid example. And then you go to get to the warehouse and then you you have the option to persuade the guy to just give you the package. And if he does, and if you got a good persuasion, it gives you the package and you go on. But if you fail or you don't persuade him, then you got to go in and kill everybody and loot everybody. So now you get an experience and loot. And so they need to be able to like, Hey, if you persuade and get the package, you get the same amount of at least experience and, and gold that you would have gotten, you know, make it worth it where persuasion is not a, hindrance to your overall you know because you want to you want to still get the get the experience and everything yeah i completely
2: agree with that absolutely
0: yeah so uh i don't know i'm real excited about it especially after seeing that trailer again
2: yeah i need to watch it again um, but i still have a lot of uh memories from when i watched the uh the showcase i was in awe I am so, like, I'm trying not to be too excited because I, you know, I kind of felt the same way about Fallout 76, even though it was nowhere near on the same level. Um, yeah. So I just don't want to get heartbroken, but I can't help but be excited. So I'm gonna be excited. (laughs)
0: It looks great. I mean, it really does. I mean, I was, you know, I was. I mean, any Elder Scrolls type of game, I'm all about. Then I saw that showcase, and I was like, uh, wow. Now I'm actually. It's like one of the first games in a long time that I've been super stoked about.
1: I think a lot of long-term Bethesda fans are a little gun shy after Fallout 76, just because I mean it was uh, it was such a big build up to it, and then when people got into it, they're like, huh? I mean, it just it just it fell so flat, and so I think that's kind of why it's been so long since they released another one. One's because they want to get their next one right, and two, man, if Starfield comes out right, it's gonna be awesome.
2: Oh man, well yeah, you know, if Starfield is is as successful as I hope it's gonna be, Uh, can you imagine what the Elder Six is going to be like.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, they're working that next. They're working that now.
2: Yes. <laughs> um.
0: So the thing about these games, the magic comes from the exploration and the storytelling and the, you know, building up your character and and existing in this world. And so a lot of people are like, man, I can't believe it's not multiplayer. I can't believe it's not multiplayer. No, 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 no. That's when it's multiplayer, you get Fallout 76. That's what happens. Right. Right. You can't build a story around everybody being a hero. I mean, it's got to be you. And so I'm glad it's not multiplayer. I'm glad they're taking their time. I'm glad they delayed the game a year, Um, and I just know. I mean, I really do. I mean, I said the same thing about Cyberpunk. I'm sure because I love CD Projekt Red, but they've kind of, you know, they they admitted they messed up with Cyberpunk, and I'm sure the game's fine now. But uh, and it plays fine on PS Five, but on excuse me, on Xbox Series X. It took forever
1: to get it. Oh yeah, yeah. No,
0: it was. And they, they kind of <laughs> messed up because it wasn't for PlayStation 4. Don't say it's for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It wasn't. That was the it's biggest for si- problem. C- yeah. Yeah. They kind of messed up with that. It didn't run good at all. And you know, you they knew it. You knew it didn't run good on that.
1: So in our, but, in our little chat, uh, before we get too much further, though, I do want to bring up this in our chat that we had, you know, because we have, we have a chat going on that we always discuss our next podcast episode and kind of set up and plan it. I said I might have something for show and tell. I got my show and tail. And it's definitely yes. 100% Starfield related.
0: Okay, let's see what this is. What is... Dude! <gasps> wait. Is that you the actual the controller? controller?
1: That's the box. I haven't... Oh, I've opened it. But here is the actual controller. <gasps>
2: oh my god, so I want one of those so freaking, bad. Dude, Beautiful. I was
0: going to tell you they had that. I was waiting to say, that's amazing do, that do, you got that do already. you see
1: the... The, the triggers there, they're clear. You can see through yeah. them and see the rumbles in them. This is the oh my God. sexiest controller that they have Sorry. ever made of a custom one. I mean, it is beautiful. Look at it. I mean, it's got yes. all the little details. How it did you is get so, that so fast?
0: I don't, don't even know they had that out yet.
1: Please. What, you it's called, me. You called up Todd? It's me. I get stuff. <laughs> I find stuff. I, I'm the acquirer of things. You got the watch in the I didn't case get, yet? I didn't want that. What? I want that. I, did, I
2: definitely want the
0: watch. It looks nice. I just don't <laughs> want it
1: cuz I mean I, I wear my smart watch. How much all the time. is
0: the watch in the case and how much God. is the what is it?
1: The collector's edition the, the the constellation edition. I think it's like 299. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's I, with the watch. I'm I me I'm buying the uh upgrade. Cause it's only forty bucks to get the upgrade to get the steel book, and, okay, yeah. and then I just played. Yeah, then yeah, I just yeah. played off Games Pass after that.
0: What is? How much was that controller? Just like a normal controller? It's a little bit more than normal, but not much more. Like eighty bucks? It's seventy five. Yeah.
1: Worth it. One hundred percent worth it. Layouts. So yeah, I, can't believe I you agree. Got the that was amazing. Clear. That's amazing. That is cool. That I is mean, you if, if you look controller. on the back, it says "Property of Constellation." I mean, it is
2: oh my God.
1: so beautifully detailed out. Like it says, expansion port down here. I mean, all this stuff is just. <laughs> He's got different the controller thing. already. I mean, it's. I like, didn't know you were tracking Starfield, man. It's uh, so like the triggers up here say, say like uh, for the bumpers, for the left bumper, it says scan. For the right bumper, it says mode. And it's just got all these different like. she you what to push for somewhere. your ship. I mean, it really That's what does. The ships control it even says says right here. It says grip here. <laughs> on both sides, yeah, it's like so cool. The details on this controller' is just insane, and I'm sorry, Hollywood, because I'm sitting here looking at my audio, I- I'm blowing it out bad a lot, but you know,
0: uh, I'll just turn it down. I can't, man I'm too excited. This yeah, controller. I'm kind awesome.
2: for you. That was beautiful. controller is so awesome.
0: I can't believe you got it, still, man. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I Look can't believe the D-pad, I got it, dude. The D-pad's like gold. It is. I'm it is so beautiful.
1: I mean, it is all. I mean, like I said, they really outdid themselves with this controller. This is the most beautiful custom controller out of all of them for any game-specific one. So I will be playing, even though I've got my um, Elite Series Two. Uh, Xbox controller, when I play Starfield, it will be on this. It yeah, is, I don't it blame is you. too beautiful not to play it on that. I mean, it's just so well done. The bumpers up here even have, like, grippy
0: to it. I mean...
2: Ooh. It's yeah. so fun. <laughs> so they, so they
0: also have a headset as mm-hmm. well that's built specifically oh, for Xbox.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: same type of thing. White. So let's go with that controller. It's
1: and, that that, right that little computer. that little rain, that right there, that little rainbow that they have mm-hmm. yeah. on
0: it. It just it just sets it off, man. It's so, so fun. So by the way, so Clear's always got this background going on and he's got a black shirt on. So when you held up the box, it looked like, I was like, is that a hologram on the controller? I mean, what is that?
1: I said, has he got the
0: controller or is he just holding a picture of the controller? I didn't even know they had the controller out. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't think
1: it was supposed to already be out for purchase. Oh. Uh, yeah. And so some store screwed up and put it out on the shelves and I got one. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: And honestly, I wasn't like I wasn't really tracking it until I looked up like because you know me if I'm gonna buy a game, I want a SteelBook, and so I looked up yeah. Star Starfield Star, SteelBook. Well, Google doesn't always just give you what you search. They showed this controller. I go, what? They got a controller for Starfield, and it looks that good. <laughs> I got it. I gotta get it. And I hunted yeah. it for a while because, like, people were talking about, oh, well, you know, they're starting to trickle out. You can get one. I was like, okay, cool. I actually saw one in Target in Flowood, and I'm just, you know, now I'm naming my area around me. But um, I saw one in there. I didn't pick it up. I didn't buy it. I just let I walked off and let it go. And I was like, yeah if I see it back there again, I'll pick it up. Probably nobody's tracking this. I went back, like, 24 hours later, it's gone. And I was like, crap, yeah, I'm never sure. going to find it again. Target North Jackson came through because nobody goes in Target North Jackson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to have to uh, my, explore I, both
1: Targets. That's where I got my <laughs> Zelda's collector's edition tar- from, tar- from North Jackson. There was three of them on the shelf uh, a week uh, after it already been out and people were like <laughs> talking it for crazy amounts.
0: Like, nobody, oh else, nobody goes to tar-
1: Target North Jackson. You can find anything yeah. there.
2: <laughs> no, no, not usually.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, man, that's cool. Yeah, I'm debating on getting one. I need another controller anyway. If you can find one, uh-huh. I mean, I mean there. Well, uh, I'll just try to order it. Suppo- somewhere supposedly, or you should be able to
1: order it. But man, yeah. it, it's a nice controller. If you need a new controller, get you a Starfield controller. I think it's just nice. <laughs> it feels great. It really does. <laughs> it feels yeah. so like upper echelon premium because i mean like i said it's all grippy on the back the bumpers have got really nice grip you know and then having those clear triggers back there that when you pull it you can actually see the rumble spin it's just so i mean it's really cool (laughs) i mean i'm I'm sorry i'm geeking out over a xbox controller but man this this is it's fine
2: bethesda needs to hire you for marketing
1: Look, I'm, I'm all about. I'm all about. If somebody wants to, you know, they ain't even got to hire me. Just give me, give me stuff for free. Give me swag, and That's I'll. Surprise us a sales <laughs> sample
0: controller right there. I mean, clear, you got a hold of. Give me
1: a steel book and a controller. I will say whatever you want me to say. <laughs>
0: What's the steel book look like?
1: Um, it's it's got like the Starfield art. Let
0: me pull it up and tell Let me you. You got the steel book too. Because I th- I might.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pull it up myself as well, because I don't think I've, at least don't remember what it was like. I
0: wonder what's up with the sandwiches, by oh, the yeah, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you, it's, you uh,
1: <laughs> it's you know that art that I was telling you about on the uh, Starfield website?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, when yeah. When you
1: open it all the way, the spine is like the up and down, and then it's split on the front and back of the art. So, like, half the art's on the front, the other half's on the back. And the spine of the steel book is the middle.
0: Okay, yeah, I see the outside of the steel book. It's just black with star it says Starfield on the front.
1: Uh, that's not. No, it's it, on the front. It's it says the Starfield case. It's got the girl's face, and that like mech suit kind of looking thing. And then on the back is the guy and the guy in the space suit with space helmet and then the spine is like where that ship is coming out of the planet kind of like from that uh, if you look at the art on on the Bethesda website for Starfield it's that art literally just lay, if you laid the steelbook wide open and had spine up it's right there in the middle of the spine it splits it it's, it's actually nice it looks good and, I mean that art's just beautiful so I don't know who the artist is of that because they, they did a great job at least of this Starfield so, that I pulled up, I might, I, mean, I might well, have pulled up something
0: wrong. This is this is a this is a, this is a. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into this. Oh
1: no, that was a custom Starfield. But Sorry Starfield
0: Con- Constellation Edition, you get steelbook display case, Starfield as uh, three hundred dollars like you said. Clear Starfield Corona Mark watch, watch case, a constellation patch, and the game no Mm-mm. digital download again yep. now. But if you get, do you think you're gonna play the whole game off of a disc, or is that just your basically game key to download the game now? This is where we're at. Yeah, and so RGT88. So everybody's starting to catch on to this. Clear, we did it seven years ago, but everybody's starting to catch on to this. I'm not saying we're the first ones to do it, and everybody's been talking about this digital game stuff. But it, we we saw the writing on the wall and we saw the the dangers. But RGT88 is a YouTuber. He started. He really let release one today, I believe, about how the dangers of where we're going with digital-only games and stuff like that. Anyway, I won't get into that. Like I said, I don't want to get into that discussion. But keep gaming pure is Bethesda, except for this digital download. But at the other end of the spectrum, you can't even play it on a disc anymore. So what are you going to do? Uh, you know what? What if what if you find one on the shelves twenty years from now? There's no servers. And you just put it in your Xbox, and it's like. Oh, well, I bet it was fun. I'm looking at the back <laughs> of it. You know, you can't even play it, man. Well, Think about it. this is kind of scary.
1: Well, I mean, the game day one download for it's 125 gigs for this game. There's not. Oh a, there's gosh, not 125 geez. gigs on the disc. You can't put that much yeah, on the disc. Yeah, it may, yeah, maybe 48 yeah. gigs at the best. Yeah. And so right there tells you that you're only the disc is only your certification to get yep. it. It's basically your SSL cert to say, I've got my security here. Let me have the game. I download the game. It's on my system. Now I play it. I have the connection into your servers. There we go.
0: Yep. I suppose if you never delete it, nothing ever happens to your hard drive, you'll have the game forever.
1: Yep. So, it's, I'm afraid that it's like Anthem. You've got to be connected to the servers to be able to work it. Because, that's, what, because,
0: that's what I don't know. Because yeah. with,
1: the, with, with those... <sighs>
0: Procedurally generated. Yes,
1: with that, it takes a lot of processing power to do that.
0: So they're doing it on the server. And the
1: server's probably doing it and pushing it down. And so if that's the case, then you're never really playing the game on your system. Your system's just your bypass into their server.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's yeah, what I'm about. they didn't never
0: ask him that. So it says, Starfield is Starfield going to be always online? It says, no, it's actually only in the recommended part of the system requirements. Uh, I, 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 I know what you mean. Clear. I don't know that. I guess it's Playing saying dirty. I don't know. Yeah. So as long as it's not on, if it's always online, I don't even worry about buying the physical disc because it's just worthless. It is. It's worthless.
1: Well, so you've got game pass. Yep. I mean, I hate to say it, and I know that's totally against our Keep Gaming Pure, but you got to Game Pass, and it's a day one Game Pass game.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to download it on Games Pass, but I'm, if I like yeah. it, I'll buy the game, and uh, I really will, a- if I can play the game without, exactly, you know, with just the disc. If I can't play yeah. it with just the disc, it's no point. It doesn't matter. The game's got to be on the server anyway. So,
1: yeah, it's it's frustrating because, you know, you have a great company like Bethesda, you know, they've only had a, a small misstep with Fallout 76 and they're and Redfall and they're pretty good. But, I mean, they're pretty, you know, pretty trustworthy gaming company. And then now you get this Starfield stuff that you're starting to get these little
0: trickles like this of is it really well, going to be a. Well, it comes we'll find out September 7th, right? And then let's do this, guys. Let's do a 30-day or two-month play, and let's come back and talk about where we're at, what we're doing. I think that'll be fun. I'm curious to see how British is doing on the game.
2: I'm going to take some screenshots and send them
1: to y'all, too. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. I'm going to do one better. I'm going to live stream my entire playing of it. Oh, 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 no! I almost choked. with, (laughs) With my headset on, with my microphone live, so you can hear me get frustrated and fuss at it and all that good stuff.
2: Oh, I can't wait to see now, it. I won't
1: put, it, put a camera on my face because, you know, I'm sitting in my DN playing. and it's not, you know, as comfortable doing that. But, you know, you never know. I might decide to sit, since I'll have it on Games Pass, I might decide to sit down here at my PC and play it. And if I do, then well, I'll show my face because I can hook up my fancy Starfield controller to my PC and play it.
2: Oh, you should. I you am. totally should. <laughs> I might do that.
1: I might do that just to see how far I can push this little PC.
0: There you go. Uh-huh.
1: I'm a hype, you Cool. The, 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 I, so I found this one website. So I do do want to just kind of promote this one website because this is where kind of got got a lot of the information, you know, I brought up here uh, on Starfield. It's uh dot is D E L T I A S gaming.com. and they've got a lot of stuff on Starfield, man. And it, they they look like they've done their homework so if you want to go check out something that's right. got some good information on Starfield go check them out um,
0: give them a little props here cool definitely yeah. will do and while you're online check out hnkexp.com and, and we have uh, all of the links to all of our podcasts on there do you have the YouTube link on there too if you don't just go to so. youtube.com slash at h EXP. Lately, we've been doing uh, a lot of Let's Plays of old-school NES games, Karate Kid, Jaws, and some commentary over it when we finish the game. Um, yes, YouTube and, is there. Uh, and uh, we actually beat, uh, beat Double Dragon 2. was fun. gives me an excuse to go back and play these old-school games. And so, <laughs> a lot of fun. Check out the Let's Plays there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That's it, guys, thank you guys for uh, sticking around and thank you British for coming on yes, and joining so us. Much. Look forward to talking oh, again. and I couple absolutely months.
2: enjoy talking to y'all.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, take it easy, everybody. Take care.